Hey guys, welcome to episode 18 of Tesla Side Chats. First off, I want to congratulate anybody on the Tesla team. Congratulations on a fantastic quarter. Over 90k vehicles delivered, over 85k vehicles produced during a pandemic where many states and counties are shut down. Great job, everybody. As of today, July 4th, happy Independence Day. TSLA sits at over $1,200. Kind of crazy if you think about it, but also kind of not crazy if you think about it. Now, um, I want to talk about where we go from here. First things first, just be aware, in the coming weeks, even now, we're going to see many, many negative articles come out about Tesla because the share price is at an all-time high. I'm looking at you, Gordon Johnson. Looking at you, Stanfield Capital, a.k.a. Mark Spiegel, Lynette Lopez, Jim Chanos probably, and um, I don't know, let's throw Edward Niedermeyer into the mix too. So I'm, gonna, I'm pretty much going to go on and assume that they're going to go on a vendetta again and uh, find some, something stupid to write about to try and bring the company down. Um, but anyway, I digress. Where do we go from here? Now, I'm in the same camp of Ron Barron and Kathy Wood of ARK Invest, where basically I see Tesla floating around like, you know, four to $5,000 a share um, that's merited uh, within the next like three to five years, actually. I would have said 10, but um, there are many things that dawned on me and more potential revenue streams and profit drivers that Tesla is yet to tap into. So first thing let's think about tesla auto as we know the model 3 model s model y model x Cybertruck, the roadster um let's throw the semi in there this is typically what tesla is known for the um consumer mostly consumer passenger vehicles and then later this year we have the commercial trucking now california has went on and said and by the year 2024 um, all of their uh, heavy trucks have to be electric. Now, that's pretty awesome. Uh, I think the commercial case is pretty much a given. Uh, once the payback periods of the semis come back, more and more people are going to get on board. Um, but I think the other thing that, funnily enough, was tapped on uh, two days ago was really about Tesla fleet sales, where basically fleet managers have to buy um, a large amount of cars uh, to get as much payback and as much return on their investment for their companies, whether it be rentals or um, some kind of business uh, usage cars. They have to get their payback as soon as possible, and electric cars are perfect for that. Now, Tesla took a play out of Apple's book in this regard. We're basically going back to the days of the PC and the Microsoft um age i mean microsoft's still a great company but back when P- pcs were were kind of a given for the business setting apple took the opposite approach they made personal computers personal meaning um they were very easy to use for the home um and things got, really got interesting when the iphone was made where that was the first kind of large step a person would take into the apple ecosystem then after buying their iPhone, they'd be like, oh, this is great to use. Then let's go ahead and let's buy a Mac for the home. Oh, this is also great to use. And let's also buy the iPad. And all of a sudden, Apple started to turn the valve 
and release more revenue streams in terms of their apps, their subscriptions, their enterprise solutions, and they, they made their products popular in the residential setting because these are the users for the corporate setting. So they created this demand from home to work. Tesla's doing the same exact thing. Create the demand from personal usage to work usage. And on top of that, the killer part here is the numbers make sense. So Tesla's doing that. That's wonderful. Tesla Auto, solid, great, awesome. Robo Taxi Fleet, great, awesome. Subscription services, potentially in gaming or autopilot or fleet rental, totally understood. Now, the one untapped thing that I want to talk about here is Tesla Energy. Now, these are things that I think a lot of people wouldn't realize until they think about it in terms of um, uh, their own personal needs. But this dawned on me as I am purchasing a house and stuff and there's a lot of things that I'm thinking about. Tesla Energy right now consists of three main components. You have Tesla Solar, which is your panels and your solar roof. You have Tesla Energy Storage, which is your power pack and power wall um, implementations of battery backup for the home. Um, and of course, in terms of the commercial setting, it's really a performance backup slash um, financial kind of uh actually no all of it provides financial advantages but in the commercial setting you're using it to offset grid load in in forms of using a battery power pack instead of a peaker plant you're using it to um uh like offset any kind of um, non-renewable energy costs like natural gas or or whatever you may be using to generate electric for the grid now that's tesla energy the largest thing, though, that I think Tesla has yet to tap into is the, and Elon talked about this, the HVAC solution, Tesla Energy for the home. So you have energy generation, you have energy storage, and then also you're creating the energy usage, the energy consumption. So not just the car, but also the heating and cooling for the home. Um, one thing that a lot of homeowners I think need to look into and, and don't look into it enough is really geothermal uh, energy solutions in the sense that instead of using a traditional gas furnace or um, a propane furnace and uh, central air conditioning condenser using Freon and refrigerant and all that kind of stuff, you can go geothermal that uses an air-to-air exchanger and a heat pump that pulls heating and cooling from the ground so it's fully sustainable powered by electric and of course what dawned on me was two of the biggest things on the model y that were really revolutionary were the octovalve which i'm not going to go into today and also the heat pump all tesla will really need to do is combine the 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 boring company stuff where you can dig you know holes into the ground and stuff cheaply efficiently and fast and the heat pump technology and just scale it up for the residential setting and boom you have tesla energy for the home in that regard this is so huge and i think it's one of those markets that are so untapped because it's not something you conventionally think about like you replace a water boiler or a boiler in house when you move in and you have to do it 
and when things go wrong it's not a sexy product per se but tesla's you know solar panels weren't sexy either but they did it with the roof and they're doing it with the battery storage tesla can go ahead and do the same thing in hvac using technologies that they already have or even from the sister companies like spacex um and the boring company this is a unique advantage to tesla because engineering resources could be shared and more importantly there are synergies in this because when when somebody's doing a site survey for the solar panel and battery backup you could just throw an hvac into the permit as well get everything done in one shot a one-stop shop for all of your home and home energy needs this is huge so that's one other avenue of revenue that i think is absolutely not priced in and i think is going to be very very large and important for tesla um so you have that and then you also have tesla getting into into the i would say like energy trading market ish where basically they could sell energy and and indirectly become uh kind of a power supplier via solar if Tesla starts to create solar farms with their battery backups, they can just sell energy to the grid, just like a Con Ed or a PSEG would in uh, in the United States would. And this is something that is is also underappreciated. So you have Tesla, the energy provider, Tesla energy for the home, and Tesla for automotive needs. And there, yet there is a fourth untapped source of revenue. And there are some articles floating around touching on this, and that's Tesla engineering, where Tesla, the Tesla factories that they make can become a product in and of itself. Meaning there's, there are big bucks to be made in terms of manufacturing consulting, and Tesla Groman engineering can absolutely get into that. Um, Tesla just had a joint patent for to make an RNA sequ- sequencing device in the the, med- the medical industry. Like taking engineering logic, helping people make factories, this is the kind of stuff that will get you to to that conglomerate level of things where you can touch so many different industries and use shared knowledge, best practices to make other products better via cross-pollination. This is kind of that this for me this is that moonshot this is that that fourth area of revenue that i think uh won't become super important until about like five or six years from now uh since tesla has so many things on its plate right now but for me the biggest thing is energy so this is ultimately what's going to get us to that valuation of you know five six thousand dollars a share is really not that outlandish um especially if tesla is becoming this large conglomerate once it generates profit like consistent profits and even more profits you know they're still going to continue to pump that money into growth to accelerate the world to sustainable energy and what an exciting time to be a tesla investor what an exciting time to be a tesla customer and i'm going to leave you guys with that note that there are so many things ahead that I'm so excited for and like $1,200 a share after you know thinking about all these things is still pretty cheap I'm not going to make a recommendation but all I will say is I'm long I've been long and um, 
I want to continue to invest in companies that make the world better. And right now, uh, with all these things combined, Tesla is in that position to do so. I haven't found another company to do that yet, um, or at least to do that as well. So I'm still going to stay long. I, I hope um, all of us can withstand the, the battles that we're going to have to face um, in terms of reading headlines and all that kind of stuff in the coming weeks. Just keep in mind, we have earnings, we have battery day, we have the, um, the, the shareholder meeting, which is all combined into one. And I'm super excited to see what the developments are. And, and also in the meantime, like I should also say that um, the Model Y is actually a super amazing product. Uh, I've I actually had one since the, since the last uh, podcast episode that I filmed, and wow, like what an amazing amazing product it is! It has that, the, it's the best bang for your buck that you're gonna get in the SUV market. In and and the way I kind of um, position it in terms of gas competitors, it's kind of like owning a Porsche Macan, but with the space of a Porsche Cayenne and more, and that's like that was that's an incredible feat um and i say had a model y because uh i want to say like three or four weeks later i upgraded to a model x it's always been my dream to have a model x and i'm telling you the model x it's a spaceship it's not a car um it still has that magic that 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 original tesla magic that 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 i i fell in love with in the beginning so um all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Be safe. And I hope this adds value to um, your future thoughts of Tesla. Thanks all.